0: Let's explore Delight and eight other spiritual poems. This is Lama Jigme Gyatso. Welcome to Meditate Like a Jedi. Today's first poem, Delight, Strong winds have scrubbed clean the electric blue of winter's sky. A delight for the eyes, but a torment for the sinuses. Today's second poem Teacher. So, you wanna be a meditation teacher? Do ya? Then do it for the right reasons, not for fame or self-importance or wealth. Do it for the benefit of others, or not at all. So, you want to be a meditation teacher, do ya? First, learn the essence of all that Buddha taught, attend a series of 16 weekly classes, sign into class early, and enthusiastically do your homework every morning and every evening. So, you'll wanna be a meditation teacher, then accomplish the path. For if you strive to teach others How to accomplish the path. Before you have mastered the path, all you will be teaching folks is how to not accomplish the path. But what could it mean to accomplish the path? We have mastered Buddha's teachings and techniques when we apply them spontaneously habitually, easily, and effectively. Buddha taught this could be accomplished in seven years, or seven quarters, or seven months, or seven fortnights, or seven weeks, or even seven days. So, you want to be a meditation teacher, do you? Then master the teachings, master the techniques and master their application by mastering your emotions. So you wanna be a meditation teacher, do ya? Then collect your 10,000 hours. Collect your 10,000 hours of formal study. Collect your 10,000 hours of formal meditation. Do not cheat yourself. Do not cheat your future students. So you want to be a meditation teacher, do you? It takes more than silly robes and a bad haircut. It requires mastery of Buddha's teachings and Buddha's techniques and their application upon the laboratory of your own body and mind. If your motivation is purely altruistic, this could sound like an exciting adventure. If, however, you are driven by a thirst for riches, for fame, and by self-importance, this will sound like an outrageous obstacle. And you will find a diploma mill and hang your shingle, and all those you teach will be no better off than you, forever a slave of emotional craving and intellectual clinging and pride and greed and fear. So, you want to be a meditation teacher, do you? Then enthusiastically study the teachings and study the techniques and apply them to your own body and mind with the enthusiasm of Baby Yoda in a pond full of frogs. Today's third poem, Love Dictates, is a chronic people pleaser. It has taken decades to realize that if I must choose between my partner's well-being and her approval of me, love dictates that I must choose her well-being. Today's fourth poem, Led Astray. If chest-centered breathing could feed anxiety and a belly-centered breathing could strengthen peace, why do the majority of lamas teach chest-centered breathing as well as chest-centered visualizations. Because in the distant past, a Darth Sidious-like teacher realized that anxious folks are easier to manipulate than peaceful people are. Belly-oriented work is called mother tantra and puts me in mind of yin. Chest-centered work is called father tantra and puts me in mind of yang. So pre- so prevalent and far-reaching is this poison of patriarchy that instructions of chest-centered father tantra have replaced the practice of belly centered mother tantra, even within the guided meditations of enlightened female archetypes. The devas in Sanskrit and Yidams in Tibet, such as Yeshe Tsokyal, Vajra Yogini, and even Green Tara. The majority of those who teach chest-centered meditations are not as malicious as they are merely lazy-minded and easily led astray like the majority of the Jedi Order in the days of Senator Palpatine. Today's fifth poem Far greater. If you are with someone who either cannot see you clearly or simply will not see you clearly, then you are wasted upon them, and all your weaknesses and strengths and follies and wisdoms and talents will not only go unnoticed and wasted but stifled and squandered. Remember, the number of people we are capable of loving is far greater than the number of people we are profoundly compatible with and beneficially compatible with. Today's sixth poem, Pretend. Why is stepfather Slipping his hand into my pajama bottoms. I am so scared. I will lay perfectly still. I will pretend to be asleep. Then maybe he will stop. Then maybe he will go away. But he did not. Today's seventh poem, Solutions. Melisandre was right, the night is dark and full of terrors. Each life is subjected to a great number of very real perils. But worrying about them does not make them go away. And the solutions we concoct from a place of fear can never have the genius and power as the solutions that come to us as if by magic, when from a place of passive vulnerability we allow ourselves to feel the fear we feel and in harmony with our exhalations, to physically relax as best we can, (sighs) thus helping our mind to better let go. It is from this place of awareness and release that our greatest opportunities and solutions find us and not the other way around. Today's eighth poem only. There is only here and there is only now and they are always changing. Today's ninth poem when play becomes poison do what you love and you will never work a day in your life these are fine words but many of us know the frustration of turning a passion into a career and then watching in horror as that which we have loved becomes a source of stress like a cat that has explored the inside of a single-use plastic shopping bag and is having difficulty backing out. We too could feel trapped once stress has pervaded our life's work. But from where does this stress come from? Buddha-taught comes from emotional craving and intellectual clinging. Stress could be the cold splash of water in the face that wakes us up. When we feel that stress, that is the time to act. That is the time to blend meditation with a walk around your block. During each inhalation, silently and mentally recite, notice this. And during each exhalation, silently and mentally recite, relaxing. Keep at this for 20 or 40 or even 60 minutes. And you could feel your craving and clinging and stress melt away. The 19th-century philosopher Nietzsche insisted that the only ideas worth entertaining are those that come to us while walking. And my good idea to you is to work from a place of centered spontaneity, utterly oblivious as to how much your work is loved, or how much your work is supported. There is great freedom in work as its own reward. Let us conclude with a simple call to action. This podcast will never have any advertisements, so... Support us monthly on PayPal and like us on your podcast service to help others find us, just as you found us as well. If meditation has felt impossible or boring or just out of reach, you are welcome to register at BuddhaJoy.org for the next series of live online meditation class webinars that meet once a week.